0: there and welcome to the wannabe jedi podcast i'm your host matt
1: and i'm josh
0: and today we're talking about mace windu one of the greatest jedis i would say uh, combat jedis i'd say probably in the republic era what do you say josh
1: i think so i mean he was one of the strongest and even if we're gonna go over like some of the background on why he's so strong and behind the scenes like there's so much raw strength to mace windu that is just incredible so i'm excited to talk about it me too but before we do that josh it's season
0: two star wars lines are you ready to (laughs) taste defeat this time around uh
1: yeah i mean i've got a little tricky one today for you and they kind of both of the quotes are linked up together
0: Whoa, 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 whoa! Spoilers, spoilers. You know, <laughs> since I, 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 will deem myself the winner of last season's. So That's fine. I, I, guess I'm gonna start out so that way I have the opportunity. To, yeah, I think I'll, I'll take I'll take a home field advantage and I'll, I'll take the first. Or actually, yeah, I'll, I'll take the first. I'll take the first.
1: Okay, let's do this. All right.
0: So my very first line for you, for Star Wars: Line Season Two is, I'm sorry, citizen. These matters are for the council to discuss.
1: <laughs> and Matt, Matt is looking at me right now, and I just have two fingers on my nose just shaking my head. That is the person we were talking about today, and it is Mace Windu. Yeah, I, I had to
0: because it just you worked do. me you so do. much when we, when we witnessed that on the Clone Wars final season. So I, I had to do it. That is, that is very true. Oh my gosh.
1: Ah, that quote. It irks me still. It still yeah, irks yeah. me. Yeah. Okay, so on to my quote. Like I said, a little. they're a little bit tricky, but they are connected. So the first one is, I'm going to enlist the help of the Freedom Fighters. I'm pretty sure that's Mace Windu. It is Mace Windu. Right? Yes. Yeah. So
0: I, I actually remember this because I think my wife and I, Beth, were coming up on that episode for Clone ooh. Wars, and I kind of remember. It is season one, so. Yeah. Yeah. That that's when he their their forces are too small and they're trying to liberate the uh, the main city. This is when they're starting the siege of the main city, right or right before it.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Okay. 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 I'm not. I, gonna I give know you some too- Star Wars now. I have
0: some Star Wars knowledge,
1: guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to give you too much because the next quote that I have has to do with that.
0: So <sighs> that's mean. Okay. here is my second quote for you my more challenging one is why do
1: i get the feeling you're going to be the death of me oh uh okay so it's definitely it's poetic it's obi-wan yes it is because that's what the george lucas and he had the like poetic saying like he was talking to anakin and Anakin did kill as Darth Vader killed Obi Wan. And that was like the poetic between the pre- prequels and the original trilogy. So that one. I the got. Force moves <laughs> a mysterious way. True. true. It's all poetry, po- really. It's all poetry. Quote unquote George Lucas. Okay, my last one. A little bit tricky, like I told you, Matt. But it is How long before I'm fighting you, Master Jedi? That is that is Harrison Dula's dad, but
0: I'm blanking on his name right now. I I will give it
1: to you. It's Cham Sedula. I will give it to you. Thank you. Thank you. I will give it to you because, like I said,
0: we're on the (laughs) we're pretty close to the uh, the I guess the siege of Ryloth. I I don't remember the exact names of the episodes, but
1: so (laughs) so it wasn't a good time to uh, give you these quotes to trick you.
0: (laughs) It was really honestly, if I. Uh, you shouldn't have said anything about the connection. You you need to stop doing that going forward. You're making it almost easier for me to remember it. So I I don't think I would have gotten that if you didn't tell me that they were connected somehow.
1: You're not wrong, but I, then I'd feel bad. So no,
0: I mean keep in mind I kicked your butt last time, so it's only fair that you have to you have to you know work a little bit harder this time to try to get the win.
1: Not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into. Mace Windu. Ready?
0: Yep. The very first thing I have is the planet Mace Windu is born on. Which I didn't know this until we started, you know, researching for this episode. And yes. is Harun, or Harun, Kal. And okay. so I looked a little bit into this because I, I haven't heard of this planet before. Mm-hmm. And it's located in the mid-rim. And it's kind of near, the closest one... To it is Malastar. Ah,
1: okay, okay.
0: Which some people will know where that is. That is the closest system to it, and there's not much on it. There's really not much on it, other than the fact that it is the homeworld of Mace Windu. Is there a birth date? Um, I have seventy-two BBY approximate date. So okay. when I was also researching this, it said that Mace Windu is about fifty years old during the clone wars which i'm i didn't think he looked 50 i mean maybe he just has great skincare products or something but like his skin i would have expected a little bit more at 50
1: you know i mean samuel jackson who portrays mace windu in the cinematic movies he does have great skin and he doesn't look as old <laughs> as he is i think he wanted to see he, he's <laughs> what he am i wrong <laughs> <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson, you have great skin. <laughs> he does. He does. He, I mean, in like the Marvel stuff that he's been in, I mean, they do, especially for uh, Captain Marvel, they did CGI his overall look. But yeah. yeah, I think, I mean, he was still, I mean, what has that been like 10 years? I think he was maybe in his late 50s, 60s, Samuel Jackson. I mean, he still looks great. It. I think he's in his mid 60s and he still looks like he could probably be about early 50s or even maybe a little bit 40s too but yeah i i would act i would venture to guess i
0: I would have to look at samuel L. jackson's age but i mean he's looking like he's like late 30s early 40s when attack of the clones rolled around get it i said rolled around because of the droid decas (laughs) <laughs>
1: dry, dry, Dika. Oh, uh, throwing it back to old Battlefront too. He is. Those were the days. You want to, you want to know how old he is? How old is he? Seventy-one years old. What? Yes. I, I, I was, saying he. I thought he was like in the back of my mind. While, while well, 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 I was saying his age, I thought he was in his seventies. But I didn't want to believe it because he is his. He looks like he could be in his fifties. Oh He's gosh. like he looks twenty years younger. Samuel L. Jackson, if you ever stumble
0: upon this podcast you please tell me your skincare routine i need to know this dude yeah. i'm trying
1: to i'm trying to look that young when i'm <laughs> seven years old true true i mean let's just say 15 years i mean yeah i mean technically mace is younger especially when they did till in 2005 when they did episode three samuel jackson was older than mace windu technically
0: that's crazy yeah
1: Well, yeah, (laughs) that's what I had on his. That was a
0: real turn for a random discussion, but that's okay. So the first kind of note I had in his development in the Force was that he he was given the master, Sislin Mar or Myr. Sislin Mir, Sislin Mir. I'm gonna go Sislin Mir. I'm locking that in. Okay, she's a Force sensitive Mirialan female. For those of you that don't know, that's like she's the same as Luminara and Bear Sophie. Gotcha. And one of the first like operations that he was a part of as a Padawan was he was brought to a planet. He and uh, Mir were or Mir was. I still can't get this right. This is gonna be <laughs> a struggle all episode long. Was traveled to Mathis. Okay. To help inhabitants who were suffering from the Niffin plague. Interesting.
1: Does that compare to the coronavirus or COVID?
0: Oh, yeah, that's a 2020 thing right there. (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Kind of interesting. There's not much. Where we're getting this information from is kind of some background on visualization storylines. You have the Jedi of the Republic, which has some, I believe, is like a comic that focuses around telling stories of the Jedi of the Republic that we see today. And so that's where we're getting this information from. As well as he was in, you know, episode one, episode two, episode three. Clone Wars. Um, as well
1: as the Clone Wars. Yeah. And Samuel Jackson in the Clone Wars movie voiced Mace Windu. Yeah, Did he? Yeah, he did. That's interesting. It was, uh, yeah, he did it. I know uh, Ahmed Best came back to do Jar Jar, I'm pretty sure. Also other actors like Christopher Lee, which we just talked about in our second episode of the season... He came back as well as anthony daniels he came back to voice c-3po
0: so then moving off of that he was then captured by someone named guat which sounds like taco and that's making me kind of hungry but guat had an army and basically captured mace broke his lightsaber and was planning on broadcasting windu's execution to the galaxy so that way he could convert more people to his cause so he's kind of like this extremist but what it ended up happening was a young jedi broke free from this sorry i should explain windu was traveling to find missing padawans that were captured by this guataco and so one of those padawans broke free shot and killed guataco and then they all escaped. So that was, I guess, he he was close to death numerous times leading up to when when we see him yeah. with the invasion of Naboo. Mm-hmm. And I think most of the listeners out there now will have the working knowledge that we have on Mace Windu. So I kind of want to take this time to kind of talk about who he was. So the first thing that I, I think most of us have on mace if, if you're listening out there and you're keeping notes of who we're talking about is that and this is this is goes back to the last jedi for me what does luke talk about he talks about the hubris of the jedi that allowed palpatine to rise and i think mace shows that hubris quite well i think I mean, so too the citizen quote for me does it all she obviously it's a very important matter mm-hmm. but she just captured maul who is a wanted criminal who is strong in the dark side and is a known ex
1: Sith. Do you think Mace voted for Ahsoka to be out of the order? I just want to add that. I think so. Okay. I just w- I think so. I don't I don't think Yoda did, but yeah, I think Mace. Now that, you know, I s- I definitely don't think Yoda did because we saw how they
0: connected in Rebels, remember when they go to the Temple, Temple? And, yeah. Yeah. And, and she has the moment with Yoda. Yeah, so I, I think that Yoda didn't vote for her to be gone.
1: Yeah, based on the, the quote that you did for Star Wars lines, uh, the Citizen quote, I think that, yeah, Mace definitely did. It's just a shame because Ahsoka was so close to Yoda, was showing loyalty by training all those younglings. I don't know, from that, like before, I used to love Mace and Star Wars Galaxy Heroes, the little app game that I play sometimes. He was my top character for a long time until Nihilus. But from that quote, it's just like... He went from being my favorite character to being like, disappointing. It was just disappointing. And man, I think that you feel the same way.
0: Yeah, I agree. He kind of... I didn't really like him in episode 3 either. Only because we... I would say that the Star Wars community loved Anakin and wanted him to do the right thing all those times. Mm-hmm. And, and then to kind of see how... Anakin put the trust in the Jedi Order and Windu kind of didn't trust him back and didn't exemplify that, which probably also, let, like, one of the, the things that did lead to his ultimate turn to the dark mm-hmm. side. So, so for me, it's like... Because we watched Anakin go down this dark path and we watched Mace sit there, we tend to not like him as much. I agree. But I think that was also by design of his character, so I don't think that that makes him a bad character, Uh but he was supposed to exemplify how stuck in the ways the Jedi were, like in their ancestral ways and how that also led to them thinking that they're this all powerful group and there's not going to be any sith rising or dark side rising and then all of a sudden it happened because of that hubris so so for me i think that the characters played really well yeah. and does what it's supposed to do but it's just a shame because if he didn't do that outcome could have been different
1: yeah, so I agree with you. Mace was portrayed in this brilliant fashion where he was this all-powerful Jedi stuck behind his power. And a little fun facts about Mace is he developed his own Jedi fighting form called Vapad. And it pretty much takes all the dark side energy and it turns it into light side energy pretty much. So it's like you have all this dark side raging in you and like if Mace wasn't a Jedi, he would have been a very, very strong Sith Lord, I bet that's that's a a thing we can go into. I I was about to say this
0: feels like something that
1: Josh is going to ask me about in an
0: alternate universe. No, I'm not going <laughs> to
1: I'm not going to ask it. I, I will control myself today.
0: Then you know what? Josh, role reversal. I'm going to ask you. Okay. Because we know Mace is very powerful. It has the that kind of dark side tendency a little bit mm-hmm. and has that strength. Do you think that if he went fully to the dark yeah. who would win palpatine
1: or mace oh mace 100% down i 100- think so i think so cuz he already he beat mace beat i mean okay let me let me actually think about this okay so the reason why i said this is because okay so when mace and palpatine were fighting in episode 3 in in the senate room mace was converting palpatine's dark aura or dark force energy into light side so that's how pretty much he gained the upper hand upper hand especially with his brute force as well and his fighting style and he he won if it wasn't for Anakin cutting off Mace Windu's hand and force, and then Palpatine electrocuting and forcing him out the window then yeah i mean Mace won in my book 100% so thinking about it if it was dark side versus dark side I don't know. It's just it. It's hard to say, but I think still, I like playing this game when I don't have <laughs> to answer
0: the question. I I it think makes it Ma- better for me.
1: I think Mace would still win, just because okay he would have instead of having to like focus and converting the 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 dark side of the Force into light side. Like instead of like having that focus, which you know you still have to have that focus, he would be able to just take that pure raw hatred or pure raw dark force energy and convert it and be able to like. Probably overcome Palpatine in a shorter time than he did in Episode Three, so that's my that's my take. Again, you Padawans out there, you might have something different. I would be happy to hear your thoughts on this alternate universe.
0: I I kind of agree with you. I, I do think Mace would be the new Sith Lord and uh, uh, and be the ruler of the two. Yeah. But I do love the quote. It was always Palpatine. So it's for, for to me, it's still always True. Palpatine. True. So, you know, but speaking of Palpatine and Mace... Yeah. There was an instance during Skywalker's training on his way to, like, the Jedi Knighthood... Yeah. ...that Mace, Kenobi, and Sheev were overlooking Anakin while he was training. And it was basically this discussion about how the Chancellor... Basically, after Kenobi was talking to Mace about how it's very difficult to train Skywalker because he's becoming arrogant because of how powerful he is, because he's the Chosen One and everything. Yeah. So the Chancellor overheard that, and Sheev offered to help guide Skywalker when he was still Padawan. Mm Mm-hmm. And Windu turned it down. I mean, that's right. I think so. I mean... But, yeah. Sheev claimed, and this is this was legal. Is it legal? It <laughs> is legal. This is legal. Mm-hmm. Palpatine claimed that the Jedi was under the jurisdiction of the Senate, and therefore had to report to the Senate's Chancellor. Gotcha. And so, because of that, Windu had to agree to send Skywalker to speak to the Chancellor. And that's when that realm of
1: influence started. Gotcha. I thought it was like Jedi Affairs, so like you know, the chance, <laughs> Chancellor doesn't need to be a part of this. I mean, like again, I guess you can go into the Jedi having you know military power, which again we they they talk about the the season finale of Clone Wars and how the Jedi became too brainwashed by by power and by military power. So I can go down a rabbit hole and. See you know I could talk about that but I don't I well it's kind of just to, just to talk about this super
0: fast in context of of mm-hmm. the Earth for the U S people out here for the, for the Americans out here yeah the FBI would investigate someone in our Senate just Congress in general um but who controls the FBI is that same people so there's there's, there's corruption there's going to yeah there's going to be corruption and so but it's legal. As a result, so it's very interesting to see how George Lucas might have been tying in, you know, Mm -hmm. American politics into Star Wars. Star Wars. (laughs) I am the Senate. (laughs) He is the Senate. He is. All right. That that was a little rant. Okay.
1: Uh, Okay. Let's
0: circle it back in now. Back to Mace.
1: Okay. So, I mean, yeah, Mace developed his own fighting form. I think he would have won no matter what. And against Palpatine he would have survived and even I'm going to add this little known fact to some of you Padawans out there that Mace Windu a lot of people want him to come back and even Samuel Jackson who portrayed him like we said he wants he's down to come back as Mace Windu and wield a lightsaber again and we we know his lightsaber color is special it's purple and he's like one of the only Jedis to actually have a purple lightsaber and he was actually the first wanted to have a non-blue or green lightsaber for jedi so pretty cool and he required samuel jackson requested it because in episode two when they were doing the geonosis arena battle with all the jedi samuel jackson's like hey i can't i want to be able to see myself so would i be able to get a purple lightsaber and he's kind of like either joking or something that with george lucas and george lucas comes back the next day he's like yep you got a purple lightsaber (laughs) And I
0: mean that's that's some sway though. That's some sway, <laughs> like to to be able to just say, "Hey George Lucas, give me this lightsaber."
1: You, okay. You do not say no to Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> no, you don't. And he even got a little engraving, which is not appropriate for me to say on the podcast, but it's uh, you can go look it we up. We can bleep it out. Yeah, we can bleep it out. It says "bad <laughs> mother" <laughs> on the side of his lightsaber engraved. Actually, Th- that's just gonna be when we edit it it's just gonna be beep <laughs> <laughs> so even before I started dating my girlfriend she knew that and I was so happy <laughs> that is yeah I don't know if a
0: lot of people knew that
1: no was the top. I was, I was trying to be cool like telling her the Star Wars facts. she's like I already knew that I'm like wow <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you. so you're
0: like this woman knows Star Wars <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> she's got a little fun fact that I'm, I'm gonna have to uh give her credit on when we do jar jar and matt you already know this but that's, oh yeah we'll save it yeah, for jar true. jar
0: <laughs> that jar jar episode's a far way away my friend you're not wrong a
1: far way away yep so what else we have on mace other than you know he from our star wars quotes he was in the battle of ryloth he was with jar jar in that episode that we kind of like a little bit with the uh, queen and mother talzin and and the big orb. That oh, where she battles, or where Mace. he ba- battles. Mother Thousand. Mother Mother yeah, yeah. And I mean, another part of Clone Wars, which is a little bit difficult, was you know I talk about Jar Jar's voice changing from Clone Wars movies and then a couple episodes in the Clone Wars to like a different person who doesn't have like the best you know best voice for it. I know the person who, in your personal opinion, in my personal opinion, yeah. but actually no, the 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 person who does it is a great voice actor but in that in this case it's not the it doesn't like sync up with me but the same thing with Mace as well i mean but they they both voice actors do a phenomenal job i'm just saying that it's not it's just whatever i think about it i'm so used to samuel jackson and Ahmed best and when i hear something different i notice it so that's what i'm trying to say
0: yeah that makes sense you can notice it um to me it doesn't really bother me cuz it's kind of hard to associate like, Clone Wars characters feel so different from the movie characters. Even though they're they're the same people, like, Clone Wars Obi-Wan and Anakin still feel different to me than movie Obi-Wan and Anakin.
1: Oh, 100%. Voice acting takes a lot into account. Like, James Arnold Taylor and Matt Latner, they do awesome jobs. And then, I mean, Hayden Christensen and Ewan and McGregor. They're totally different yes, people. And it's correct. it's But i mean we we get to see different perspectives and how the characters are are developed so it i don't know it's good and bad i guess you could say
0: so the last thing that i kind of wanted to touch on is the legacy of mace windu because in the sequels now mm-hmm. we've seen that he's been mentioned a few times and appears even once by voice
1: yes um with uh, the rise of skywalker
0: yep yeah so for me i was like kind of looking into this i was because we knew that luke mentioned him to ray but inadvertently inadvertently but so that got me wondering and so i looked into this a little bit and luke after return of the jedi kind of embarked on a quest to learn all about the jedi order and its history and kind of during that search luke learned a lot about mace windu because of just how he he held him in such high esteem and and mace was like a considered like one of the true defenders of the jedi order and didn't necessarily just want to be a soldier or or something like that which is what they kind of turned into in the end yeah Um, but he still had that hubris issue yeah and so it's very interesting how luke held him in such high esteem and then kind of reverted with that and talking about the hubris i mean maybe he still holds him to high such a high esteem maybe he asked him that during when he first became a a force ghost mm-hmm. him and uh, mace were sitting down having like a coffee or a, or a blue milk or
1: something we're just talking about the good old days a little <laughs> bit i think you know what i think happened to luke you know his big major shift it wasn't kylo run it was reading in the in the jedi logs that mace windu said Citizen to Ahsoka.
0: <laughs> oh, my... <laughs> He's lost. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. You know, th- That's what I'm thinking about now. <laughs> I guarantee you, Luke went to the space cafe with Mace, sat him down, and was like, what's this citizen
1: garbage, man? You're better than this. <laughs> uh, now I'm just... I- I'm thinking about Mandalorian Season 2 since we just got a new trailer the other day. I want to see... see- you know, I'm thinking about Ahsoka again with Mace and like how the interaction in Luke. I want to see if if Ahsoka and Sabine meet Luke Skywalker. I want to see. I would like to see. But again, that would be disgusting. interesting. I wonder. But I, I, you know, I'm probably going in a different. I mean, I am going in a, a totally different cha- tangent. But I'm just thinking like, you know, he was studying Mace Windu again. That's why. Like I was thinking like, Mace Windu's legacy is. Is totally it's totally archived. It's a weird it, legacy. It's archived, yeah. yeah. So the final
0: note I have on Mace Windu, Josh, is that he is heard speaking to Rey during the Battle of Exegol that we see in Rise of Skywalker. He says, and I quote, "Feel the Force flowing through you, Rey." Yeah. And I never felt him as much of a Force guy as more of
1: a lightsaber strength person.
0: Yeah, so it was very it, that's an interesting quote. And maybe he has this kind of force side that it, he
1: just keeps very quiet from people, he's kinda of reserved with it. I I wanna say I think like, okay, so as we're watching the Clone Wars, yes, he is very strong, he he is a very much a duelist, but he does include aspects of the force like he pushed off an atst true off the the ledge to
0: clear the path and and even
1: thinking in the non-canon with the unofficial 2003 clone wars where he force crushes grievous chest plate to give him the cough like force it's it's the force powers called force crush it's not canon for him but in non-canon he's the cause of of grievous having his his respiratory issues sir coughs a lot, <laughs> sir coughs a lot.
0: <laughs> you know uh, for the listener out there when we have like our list of what characters we're going to be doing we called palpatine palprotein uh and we just named some funny names that we kind of have nicknames for and general grievous's nickname is sir coughs a lot and that's actually what's on our like list of <laughs> characters is sir coughs a lot not his actual
1: name yeah but I thought it was it was interesting. I mean, yeah, Mace is Mace is a good character, but he's kind of a kind of a, not so nice guy. Yeah, not, uh, an interesting fella.
0: Yeah, a reserved, uh, cautious, true man. Um, but I think that about
1: concludes our Mace Windu episode. Josh, would you agree? I agree. I have nothing else. I, I wanted to always talk about Vapad and that and how he developed his own fighting form and. His combat, so I think, and his lightsaber, of course, his lightsaber. Yeah, I think not my favorite, not my favorite lightsaber. I'll be honest, not the what the the design.
0: Yeah, just the design. I I prefer the curved hilts. What can I say? Oh,
1: yeah, Count Dooku, Sagamentris. <laughs> I well, you you know which I prefer, which I'm actually gonna build yep. a stand. I think thing. we've highlighted this way too many times at this point. Well, you're not wrong, <laughs> but I think we're we did a good job. Yeah, I think we need to cover whatever we need to get through. So, yep i agree so josh before we tell
0: all the the padawans out there who our next character is going to be i want to ask the padawans to find us on social media and send us a message and that is would you guys like to see a pre-mandalorian season two what we think might happen just like a little something that would be at the end of one of our episodes like a five minute josh and i tell you guys out there what we kind of are hoping happens in season two if that's something you guys would like to see send us a message on social media we might put out a poll probably about a week before we do the recording so that way you guys have time to vote and, and let us know what you think
1: yeah i'm excited mandalorian season two is coming up can't wait to see ahsoka and sabine and i i'll leave you
0: i'll leave you guys to the imagination if i want ahsoka and sabine in the mandalorian true we'll just have to wait and see true so on that note josh who are we looking at next week we are looking at aura Singh, the bounty hunter she's one of my favorite bounty hunters i think that she has a pretty cool storyline and clone wars clone wars yeah, yeah it's pretty cool she's 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 the sniper, you know, it, it, it's it got this kind of allure to her. So I'm excited to kind of explore that more with you guys all next week.
1: I'm excited for, her. it's just, she's a interesting character in the portrayed in the clone wars. I mean, she's in the prequels, but, and she even, her death is even mentioned in, uh, one of the star Wars medias. So I think it's, a, I believe it's in rebels. It I'm is sure in, Reb- in rebels. It is in rebels. That's right. Okay. Well, I'm excited. Let's, to talk about overseeing next week yeah sounds good and until then find us on our social
0: medias at wannabe jedi podcast on facebook and instagram at wannabe jedi cast on twitter drop us a rating and review if you're on apple podcast tell your friends about us do all these cool things and we'll see you guys all next week take care everyone
1: may the force be with you all